And I decided, you know what, let me put my vision to light. Let me own my own thing. The ones who often end up being most successful are the ones who really internalize the importance of pulling, dragging, fish hooking really good people aboard. We've created something that gives creators, businesses, entrepreneurs agency over what they show and how they present themselves to the world. If all beauty brands moved their beauty models to a circular model, we'd reduce our carbon emissions by a whopping 70%. The idea of doing small business accounting in the cloud, that was just a very exciting thing to think about doing. Welcome to What Led You Here. I'm Steve Vamos, the CEO of Zero, and I'm your host. In season one, we embarked on a journey to discover what it takes to succeed in an increasingly complex and ever-changing business world. I talk to successful entrepreneurs and business leaders who've embraced change, made sacrifices, overcome fear, and demonstrated true belief in their ideas. And importantly, I talk to them about how they instill that belief in others who back them and work with them. From startups to highly successful companies today, these leaders shared great advice and learnings throughout the series. I want to recap on some of my favorite tips and insights that I took away from the discussions as we prepare to bring you another series of What Led You Here in 2022. So let's start with the importance of belief. Belief in your idea and belief in your ability to bring it to life. John Collison and his brother Patrick started Stripe in their early 20s and while still in college, to help entrepreneurs and developers like themselves get paid over the internet. Like many other entrepreneurs, John and Patrick demonstrated true belief in their ideas and talked about the importance of believing in your own idea first. There are startup opportunities out there. And, you know, some people don't even believe that. Like when you go pitch your idea to your friend or something like that, they're like, well, if that was the case, wouldn't someone have figured it out by now? And the answer is sometimes yes, but sometimes no. And so... I think you have to be willing to believe that, you know, the economists talk about, you know, this uh, notion of $20 bills on the ground. The joke goes, you know, that the economists pass and one doesn't pick it up because they say if that was a real $20 bill, uh, uh, someone would have picked it up by now. But it's, you know, this belief in efficient markets at absurdum. And again, I think you want to believe that there can be $20 bills on the ground. The world can be improved by your, the entrepreneur's efforts. And maybe there's a market opportunity that hasn't been solved for just no good reasons. Whilst believing in your idea is important, believing in yourself is just as important. And this is something I talked about with Rod Drury, the founder of Zero. At all times, I had a really, I can imagine myself being successful and imagine the business being successful. And um, there were a lot of people sort of saying right at the very beginning, you know, you can't do accounting software. That's been done a thousand times. But I just had this view that it could be so much better. And the technology had changed that it was time to do something that was so much better as well. But at all times, I had this really clear view. Belief is really, really important. It is the currency of any business because belief comes before all other things. And John and Rod are great examples in what they say. Starting a small business isn't for the faint-hearted though. And Emma Lewisham, co-founder and CEO of the natural skincare company by the same name, really talked about what it takes. It's a low odds game being successful in in business. And so you have to throw it all in to achieve your dream. And you've got to do the hard yards. Prior to launching the business, myself and Kimberly Morrison, who's a co-founder, we were working together. It took us three years to come to market. We stayed in our jobs. We worked every night for three years from six to midnight in the weekends. We took our annual leave to work on the business. That requires a lot of perseverance and tenacity, right? And belief in something that hasn't even launched yet. 
So I would say go for it. Absolutely go for it. Be prepared to work really hard and to put everything in because I genuinely believe you won't succeed without doing so. Get good people around you and do your market research. Make sure there's a gap in the market. And also one piece of advice that I got early, is there a gap in the market and is there a market in the gap? So even if there is a gap in the market within that, is there actually a market? You know, do your numbers, take your time to really work it through. We also gained great insight from Rashida Gale, founder and CEO of 26 Entertainment. Understand sacrifice and ups and downs and work on yourself because working on yourself will help you manage those situations. And it's so important to be even keeled and level-headed in such a high-level position as a CEO, as a president, as a chairman, whatever that is, even if it's just a team of two, even if you're a co-founder. It's so important to be level-headed. It's so important to be able to assess the industry and the market and make good decisions. So I think working on yourself internally helps you build that foundation in order to be successful as an entrepreneur. Anthony Zachariah, co-founder and CCO of Linktree, then gave his best advice for anyone with a business idea. If you're thinking about it, start yesterday. Don't sit on it. And you know, I know it's easier said than done when you've got other responsibilities, but there's always a way to find time. And I don't view that sort of stuff as sacrifice, as a better state of mind. So start yesterday if you're thinking about it and you have an idea or a passion or a motivation for something. And then get ready for a marathon. There'll be ups and downs and moments of joy and moments of despair, but you know, take the wins and actually celebrate the wins. I think that's something we probably didn't do enough of in the early days. Another key thing we discussed for all entrepreneurs and business owners out there is the importance of looking after yourself. Rod revealed his tip for relieving stress in a high-pressured role. So I used to try to go for a bike ride at lunchtime. I was about 45 minutes up my normal track. And whenever I was coming and, you know, you don't think about work while you're doing it, thinking about getting to that next corner and all that sort of stuff. So it forces you to think about something else, which isn't your problem. And every time I ride down the hill, I have this euphoric feeling of these, the puzzle pieces that kind of all clicked into places. So I really advocate, especially for senior people, is just get that exercise, go for a run, go for a walk, whatever. Just get sweating because that forces your brain to just process everything. And every time without fail, I'd come back and big problems of just that seemed insurmountable, just fall into place. Another topic that came up in every one of my conversations with my guests was the importance of talent and surrounding yourself with a team who not only had the skills, but also believed in the vision of the company. John shared his thoughts on this with us. One of the things that is most really hard about being in the very early stages of running a business is the recruiting. Because look, there's like, especially in, you know, the tech world or something like that, there are all manner of great opportunities for people out there. You have all the mid-sized companies trying to, you know, gobble up employees. You have all the like really large tech companies, the Facebooks and Google and Microsoft trying to hire people. And so here you are, you've just set out this lemonade stand and you're trying to, uh, to hire a few people for it and convincing them to do so is really hard. You've no brand. You oftentimes don't have much of a network. And so you have to really get creative. And I will say, just as I look at entrepreneurs, I think the, the ones who often end up being most successful are the ones who really internalize the importance of not just, you know, bringing good people aboard, but like pulling, dragging, fish hooking really good people aboard by hook or by crook, whatever means, uh, getting them. And it is not easy at that stage. 
Someone else who knows all about surrounding yourself with good people is Rashida, who started her company at the height of the pandemic. She shared her short but very key advice for team building. When building a team, make sure you listen to them and treat everyone with respect. Long-term business success is built on many factors, and both Anthony and Emma shared great perspectives on this. Firstly, Anthony shared the importance of relationships. Business is all about relationships and what goes around comes around. And, you know, if you can be the, the good guy, the good woman, you do what you say you will, you follow up and you play the long game, you'll be held in good stead on your journey, whether it's this business or your next business. I think being able to call on people when you need them, yeah, it's just super crucial that, that especially in, in this day and age, the, you've seen the, the downfall of so many people because of how they, they treat others and all that sort of stuff. It's just not cool, not a good way to run a business. So I just, yeah, building relationships is key as well. Emma then shared what it takes to thrive. I believe that businesses can thrive by giving more than they take and if anything will be more successful in doing so. Talking about sort of supporting other businesses, we recently gave our IP to not just the beauty industry, but all businesses that wanted to talk to us about how to move their business practices to a circular model and how you measure your carbon emissions right down to product level, which are really unique business practices that we do. We're one of the, I think, very first in beauty globally. But in the case of beauty, if all beauty brands moved their beauty models to a circular model, we'd reduce our carbon emissions by a whopping 70%. It's a no-brainer that is where all industries need to go towards. And we're one brand. And to bring about the change that is needed, we need all brands collectively working together and shifting and moving the way that they operate. So that's part of the reason why we've offered our IP to support and to accelerate the change in, in the industry. And it's been yeah, super heartening to see what brands have wanted to collaborate with us and talk to us, not just in beauty, but all industries. Thank you to everyone who listened to season one. Season two is on its way and full of more guests and insights to help you on your business journey. I'm also pleased to announce that we will be taking what led you here on the road. That's right, I'll be doing interviews as we travel the globe this year. We'll be inviting guests to join me along the way to share their inspiring stories and advice for all small business owners and entrepreneurs. Ensure you're subscribed to the podcast and follow Zero on Socials so you get notified first when the new episodes go live. I'm Steve Vamos, and until then, thank you for listening.